You do it. Just do it. No, you do it. Just do it. Nah. Primary sponsors. <laughs> oh, okay. Did you get a clap? Yeah. Alright, we have officially I've got clapped. A clap. You got a clap. <laughs> <laughs> End of podcast. <laughs> Today I'm joined by Eddie. Hello. Abby. Hi. And Mark. Howdy. Oh, well, <laughs> it's it's I'm trying. It's a new thing I'm trying. <laughs> it may not return next week. <laughs> so today's movie is uh, My Neighbour Totoro. Um, we're going to kick off with like a little recap of what happened in the movie, and then you guys feel free to jump in, natter about things that we loved. I think it's going to be a, a fun, light-hearted one, given that like this movie is just so. Lovely. Oh, it's so great. In comparison to how sad the last one was. Yeah, we we pivoted pretty hard from Game of the Fireflies to Totoro. Didn't they they came out in the same year, right? They came Double out. Bills. So yeah, we talked about they it. They were like, Totoro won't do very well. Yeah. And they thought graveyard is too sad, so. That's the graveyard. That's <laughs> the name of the oh, the graveyard of the bird. Well, well, I'm, I'm just very... I'm shortening the name. Yeah. 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 You're very familiar with it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's Grave of the Fireflies. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, this is the same person that thought it was called My Neighbor Toronto. Yeah. Toronto. So I've, and I've, the Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Ponzi scheme from the first film, that famous character. So, uh, <laughs> um, so uh, the movie opens with like a very adorable uh, intro animation with like little spiders and the credits roll. It's very, very cute. I think um, Abby should give us a sample of how it sounds. That's who's getting. Yeah. That sounded exactly. <laughs> um, so the movie opens with uh, a family of three: um, Satsuki, May, and the dad, whose name I just like I can't remember at all. Um, like hurtling down country roads in a very, very packed-out car, uh, very top-heavy, lots of suitcases, lots of luggage, um, and they're moving into a new home in a very cute rural town. Um, the kind of rural town that we've seen in like all of these Ghibli movies so far, and yeah. I think we'll just like keep on seeing. Um, they move into this giant house. They explore. Um, May, the youngest daughter, finds uh, these kind of like little soot sprites, um, which are so cute, and kind of the, our first taste of like oh, a little little bit of magic in this movie, um, which is very sweet. Um, and then Granny, like just everyone's, everyone's granny, gran. um, arrives and explains to her that like oh yeah, soot sprites are what happens when a house gets really old, um, and also explains that only children can see them, not the dad. Which, like, is going to come back later in the movie as an idea. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, but basically, this big, big farmhouse is, like, kind of decrepit, falling down. Um, the kids try and scare away the soot sprites. There's a big storm. They kind of get all cosy and have, like, a nice family moment. And nice then, family hot tub. Yeah, nice, a nice... Oh, that was bizarre. Yeah, there's, like, a weird shot in the bath scene where they, like, cover up the dad. Mm-hmm. Using the girl's head, yeah. like... 
Um, for when it was going to get released to Western audiences, they were like, maybe we should cut this out. But because such a bad job has been done on cutting North Wind Valley the Wind, um, they were like, no cut. No cut. Oh, no that's cut super out. interesting. Mm-hmm. Because I know that um, the first dub of this movie in like 1993, mm. people like really, really didn't like it. And then uh, in 2006, when they redubbed it, um, everyone was like, oh, actually, this is a brilliant film. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of weird history there in terms of like Ghibli cuts and adaptations and kind of botched translations yeah. um, which happens almost like in all of these movies until we get into the 2000s I think and then until Disney comes over and is like we can do this one guys yeah. don't worry we've got you back yeah basically um, so after the storm the house is all clean um, and then we kind of are introduced to uh, the kid's mum who we kind of like learn is at a hospital which is why she's not um, with them she kind of has like an unnamed illness but it's 1950s Japan so you could kind of like a wink and a nod of, or you could Im- kind of infer maybe what's going on there, whether it's to do with kind of like the post-war situation. We just watched over the Fireflies. We saw kind of like the devastated state Japan was left after the war. And like, lots of people read that as kind of like, there were lots of families broken up after the war, just like theirs is. It does seem like a bit of a, like a sister film, doesn't it, to go over the Fireflies? Because it's like, you've got a sick or, or dead mother. Yeah, yeah and, and almost like... a sort of like kid learning their way through childhood and whereas Grave with the Fireflies is like obviously a very bleak look outlook and what could happen but then these this one is obviously just very positive. Yeah, you could almost read it as like an there are like it's like a split, right? It's like an uh, a version of the story where the, the kids move to the countryside mm. after mm. the war versus they're kind of left to live in the yeah. destroyed city. I have um, a fun ill mum fact. Yeah. Oh um, hit me. <laughs> so uh, Miyazaki's mum actually had um, was like hospitalized for a while during his childhood with um, I think it's um, but anyway oh yeah spinal tuberculosis um, and that's where that kind of idea comes from because it's it is recurring in like all of these like yeah (coughs) we talked about in um, Laputa or Laputa Mm. um, the idea of like these movies are always about like kind of children breaking free and doing things fun on their own and like kind of without parents in the scene in these kind of stories like kids kind of have the freedom to do things they probably wouldn't normally do yeah um so what, yeah do we know what the dad does oh as a job yeah um, is he a plain guy i think he's a plain guy isn't he a writer maybe he's a writer because he doesn't write him. yeah there's a oh, scene okay. with him at the writing desk yeah. during the storm i think yeah. oh no there's a scene um it's when may goes missing yeah yeah he's um, really into his work oh. Can't <laughs> wait, yeah there's, there's like there's a couple of moments like i like the dad in this movie he's a good dad there are a couple yeah. of moments where i'm like you're a good dad but you're also kind of a bad dad yeah like not like a uh, like he's lovely but also kind of like a bit of a fool, like a bit of a bumbling kind of yeah. goofy yeah. guy a bit yes to make their lunch yeah. at one point yeah. yeah but yeah but i think it, but he's obviously not used to being a single dad yeah, he's got to take on the whole responsibility. Yeah. And he's just, he's a nice dad, but yeah. with his children. <laughs> <laughs> like all good dads. Like all good dads must. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But it is nice to see, like, um, kind of a loving parent. Especially after Grove. Especially after Grove the Fireflies. What I really liked about the dad as well is when all these, like, fantastical things were going on. When at first it could seem like it was the kids just them playing with their imagination, or like the way the adults didn't sort of try to put a stop to that, mm. so they were like encouraging them to be playful and and explore these sort of things that they were experiencing, um, which I thought was quite nice, especially compared to. Yeah, you can definitely before. see like a version of this story where like um, 
the parents are like, oh, there's no such thing as magical creatures, yeah, kids. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, I'm going to show you. But actually, yeah, like the dad is like, oh, let's go find them. Like he wants to engage and play, which is really lovely to see. It's like the faraway tree. Did you know you used to read that as a kid? The faraway tree? By Amy Blackton. No. It had like... I'd go away far away. <laughs> <laughs> and meet the Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not him. What's the other ones she does? Five, famous Five and... Good Four. The Good oh, Four. Oh, yeah. That's her. Fantastic Four. <laughs> Fantastic Four. She wrote Fantastic Four. <laughs> no, The Secret Seven. Five. The Secret Seven. Famous to Six. <laughs> Hateful Eight. Magnificent Seven. Hateful Eight. Basically, uh, Satsuki starts a new school, um, and May, who's like the young little girl, um, is kind of like left with the dad to explore and run around the garden, um, and ends up kind of chasing a tiny mini little rabbit creature, like a mini Totoro, who's Aww. so, so Totoro. cute. Totoro. Like, like little navy, oh, he's adorable. That The two little mini Totoros yeah. are so, so cute. I want them just to cuddle on top of my shelf Yay. forever. Can I say something about those guys? You can. So two little Totoros and one big Totoro, and there's the two little girls and one big dad. Is that Aww. the same? Aww. Are they the little kids in yeah. the Totoro? Guy? And the granny looks like a cat bus. <laughs> she does <laughs> when her eyes light up. Yeah, and then she starts reversing. And when her body opens up for them to get into. Yeah, her. that was a weird, <laughs> yeah. yeah, weird scene. That one. It was <laughs> the, the HR guy got twist on a yeah. Ghibli, but there we go. <laughs> Horrible. Um, so it. yeah, she she chases these kind of like little mini forest spirits um, through this kind of like weird woodsy tunnel thing and ends up in like this great this great tree that kind of is the heart of the forest. A camphor um, tree. A what? Sorry. A camphor tree. A camphor tree. A comfy tree. <laughs> <laughs> it is very comfy. It's comfy because because of the giant cuddly pillow monster that lives there, Totoro. So question. Yes. Is his name Totoro or is he a Totoro? Well, that's well, the thing, isn't it? I think it's like Pokemon. Yeah. But um, that's another thing that <laughs> so, kind of. So both. <laughs> yeah. Well, you wouldn't say my neighbour dog if it had a dog. <laughs> <laughs> You'd say my, my neighbour Terence the dog. Terence. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good name. Have you ever met a dog called Terence? It's our neighbour. <laughs> Do they have a dog? No. no. <laughs> I do love a good human name for a dog, though. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Um, but, but you wouldn't call a dog. Do- you wouldn't say my name, but dog. I also like the name <laughs> dog for dogs. That's a good, yeah. Dog for dogs? Yeah. Like, I know people like... You're calling like, him dog? A dog that's called dog, yeah. No, that's yeah. just lazy. That's like a boy called It. Oh, Anyone that's has, a horrible remember that? book. There's a book. About an abused yeah. child. But this is a nice... <laughs> <laughs> Such a nice... So that's not the same as five children in it. No. no. Or Stephen no. King's it. No. That is actually shared universe. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, four of those for the ICU. <laughs> so that's going back to Totoro, being called Totoro, that's another thing that was kind of um a symptom of them being like, No, we need a straight translation, we need a straight cut from Japan oh. because the Japanese word for troll is Tororo. So it's actually made saying troll wrong. So when Satsuki goes, have you... Oh, um, May comes back and says, I've seen a Totoro. 
she actually means she's seen a troll and Betsy's like oh from your book and you can see in the book that in the film they're reading the book the three Billy Goats Gruff oh, oh. oh. That's yeah. so cute. Yeah, because like good facts. Yeah, Thank such you. good facts. Okay. Because at this point in the movie, you do like I, I kind of like get, tip the hat a bit too much with the like um, soot sprites and then and Granny being like only kids can see it. But like you do get here we like before we meet Totoro, you get like that immediate kind of like bleeding of like is this real is this not mm. with her reading the book and then yeah. kind of seeing him. Especially because she goes to find him again and he's once, not and he's not there. Yeah. yeah. It's such a good intro to that character, like the character. It's Totoro, like everyone knows it. It's so adorable. Like yeah. the minute she like lands on his like squishy tummy, it's just like, oh, like I want to have a big cuddle with Totoro. And like his owl eyes were just like, yeah, so gorgeous, but so like excited. Yeah, it's hilarious. Like he's, he's like, I could just he's like, watch a whole film just watching that. Day. Yeah, he's yeah. very much like not like. But he's not in it as much as I thought. It was gonna oh, be. We're having two different podcasts now. He doesn't come in until half an hour into the film. Yeah. It's oh, a whole really? long, it's like quite a long intro Doesn't for someone who's like so heavily, yeah, the protagonist? Uh, he's the main character. He's the main character. <laughs> no, That's what I was saying, because it's like, yeah, I was surprised at how little they were actually in the film, yeah. like the magical elements of yeah. it. Um, I really like the way that he's, it's like a really good, I'm trying to give an of example, like NeverEnding Stories kind of does it as well, mm. where it's like, he's like scary cute, like yeah. he's terrifying like when mm. he's like yawning he's the giant mm. teeth and he's yeah. like so vacant like it's <laughs> he could be really scary but yeah. it's so cute like it's somehow yeah it's like if she it. made friends with a big old bear yeah and a big old bear could give you a scare it's <laughs> a reference oh my gosh no I just no, made no, a rhyme, rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, Eddie just loves rhymes <laughs> but it's um. yes I do <laughs> it's um it's <laughs> It's the it's like the Gruffalo as well, right? It's any of those kind yeah. of like children's story where it's like, oh, I mean, I guess it's basically like the tiger uh, who came to tea. Yeah, don't judge something by that its first appearances. There's no such thing as a Gruffalo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is there such a thing as Totoro? We'll find out. There's no such thing as Totoro. Is this a like investigative journalism? <laughs> 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 I'm going to those trees and I'm going to find Totoro. This is an episode of This American Life. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, you can't make that journey that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how cats or buses work. <laughs> I um, tried. I've got a note. So here many dead cats. <laughs> which also says um, that, like, the dad actually does not know where May is at this point, and just yeah. like, kind of, it is that kind of like careful balance of like slap mild neglect, but it's fine. Forgive it. She's got a big cuddly Totoro friend. It was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they do like literally like. The house has the doors open all the time. Like they just have that big old like wall door. Yeah. Like. Also, when they, the doors back when they first got there, um, and the two girls found that like um, decking, not, like the wooden beams yeah. and stuff, they were shaking it. They're like, it's broken or something. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that is gonna fall and kill you. You look so worried. Shaking it. I'm like, what is this? It's gonna be like a house horror. Film. Do we know? Do we? Does the movie have like a specific date attached to it, or like time that it's set, or? Uh, 1950s, um, in a rural area outside of Tokyo called. Sayama or near Sayama. Okay. Is that a real place? It's a real place. It's now um, like a suburb, residential suburb of Tokyo. Because wasn't there a thing where, like, obviously from this movie, like the character Tokyo becomes such an icon in like Mm. global culture, really, not just Japanese culture, that he he got attached to like an environmental campaign or something like that to like save the area and like raise awareness of um, rural Japan. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's such a merch icon. Yeah. (laughs) What became Studio Ghibli's? 
logo. logo yeah, yeah. yeah 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 um is there i don't know whether i'm jumping the shark slightly but like talking of timelines Oh yeah, that's not. Jump in the gun. Jump in the gun. There you go. That's when this podcast gets really crazy. Talking in tongues. We got Totoro in. Isn't there? Isn't there a thing about like this movie might be set in an alternate universe or something like that? It's not set in a real universe. It's our universe, isn't it? No, but no, but like it's mystical. So, so there's there's kind of two things. One is my conspiracy theory, which do oh. you want to that now? Yeah, do we want to finish the story first? Okay, finish okay, the okay, recap. Okay. Um, don't forget it, Abby. So she meets she meets Tyro in the tree. It's all lovely. Um, I'm pretty sure she has a conversation with Satsuki when she gets back. She's like, I, I met Totoro, and like again, like we said, it's really lovely because everyone kind of looks like either believes her or like is happy to like indulge in the fantasy. Well, they just yeah. a little bit bitter. She's like, oh, I want to see a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dad's there. The dad's yeah. like, oh, they, oh, they both run through this. Big old tree. Yeah. Is that the same bit? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The dad's um, like, be quiet and play with your knives and your needles. <laughs> Classic neglectful but, dad. Yeah, but he's very. He's like, let's go on this hunt and then we'll like pray for the to the tree because the spirits are yeah. all here. So he's like going along with it more so than he needs to. Yeah. He's, yeah. I like that. Yeah, he like really grounds sweet. it in his own th- in his own belief. Yeah, it's really lovely. Um. So after that, um, the dad. Goes away to work. Yeah. Um, again, slightly miscellaneous, but we do see him like doing writing and thing. It's very uh, lo-fi hip hop anime beats. Oh, I love it. Um, scene where he's like writing, and I was like, oh, I could clip that into a game. <laughs> um, so dad, dad goes to work. Um, Granny looks after May. Satsu goes to school. Um, May gets really upset and turns up at the school because um, she wants to see their mom, but they haven't seen her mom in, her eight, in ages. Um, and so, like, May ends up at school with Satsuki, which is absolutely it's adorable. So good scene. It's so, so good. And, like, at first, everyone's like, oh, who's this weird three-year-old? And yeah. then it ends with everyone like, bye, May, come back. Like, it's so <laughs> sweet. Everyone's like, let's write letters or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so cute. Um, and then uh, they travel home together. Um, they, uh, they kind of are waiting for Dad at home, and they realise... It's raining and there's an yeah. it's the, there's the umbrella scene right where like they're yeah. walking home in the rain. Uh, don't we have the bit with the tree? Oh no, you meet Catbus first. Don't yeah, you? yeah. And then um, they plant the seeds. Yeah, that's after. Yeah. Um, so Sorry. they um. Sure. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm getting lost. So no, they, they wait at the bus stop. So be- but before that, they walk home in the rain. Mm. They don't have any umbrella umbrellas. The the little boy whose name I can't remember. Um, who we've seen like he's he's Granny's actual grandson. Um, oh, he yeah. appears here and there to like help them out at home and like he's kind of like weird and shy and obviously kind of like fancy mm. Satsuki a little bit um, doesn't he randomly go your house is haunted yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's so good it's, it's, like, it's so good it's quite apt that we've only just mentioned him because he just really <laughs> randomly pops up around us going he's not like a proper character at all yeah. like, he's, he's just, just like I'm here I'm not like are you part of the plot I don't yeah. know but he like, like runs into scenes and runs out yeah, yeah. I suppose it's make you think they're less like just abandoned in the fields like yeah, there's yeah. other people that live nearby them I yeah. guess makes the granny less creepy as well it's not just a woman just an old <laughs> turning woman. up your house um, he kind of looks maybe I'm like this is a, a bad read but he kind of looks like um, it's been a, a month so since we've watched Grave of the Fireflies he kind of has like the um, postman like soldier's hat yeah, on yeah, and yeah. has like a similar vibe mm-hmm. and there is no dad Satan Satan yeah, Satan 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 Ponzi scheme there's no 
dad in we don't we never see like his yeah. dad um and kind of like yeah he's obviously another kind of like solo child running around um anyway they so they may go to school with um satsuki they walk home in the rain he gives them an umbrella and they go back to their house and they realize they've got a spare umbrella so they go let's go and wait for dad at the bus stop with oh, an umbrella i just glossed over that um and then we get like um arguably like the most iconic scene of this movie i was like so like jumping out of my seat as i was coming up watching yeah. it with mark like i was like oh, this is my favorite bit this is my favorite bit because it's possibly, so beautiful possibly of the whole franchise like, yeah the whole well, absolutely oh, we didn't do the name of the podcast did we no. yeah we did oh, we did yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's the name of our podcast. yeah it's the scene of them waiting for the co- for the cat bus exactly um so they're waiting um uh it starts to rain it gets worse and worse and worse um and then the bus doesn't arrive one bus arrives dad doesn't get off they don't know where he is um, and then eventually, um, after some really lovely, like wide, wide angle kind of like illustrations of them in the pouring rain, um, with Satsuki with May on her back, um, we kind of like out the corner of her eye, she sees like Totoro just like waddle up with a leaf on his head, and it's still so funny. Like even now, I've seen this maybe so many times, and it's still hilarious. Like he's just gormless face staring out into the rain. Like, I'm just going to copy these humans. <laughs> yeah, and... this is what we do. It's <laughs> yeah. so cute. Yeah, just thinking about it, it's just really funny. I was going to say, um, in the first like promotional posters for um, Totoro, that's the, post- that's the poster for it. But ah. it doesn't have Mei or Satsuki, Satsuki as, yeah. the, Satsuki as the person um, who, who was there waiting for the bus. Oh, okay. It's a completely different girl. Oh. oh. Yeah. So originally it was just going to be one just, girl, yeah. um, not either of those two people, um, and then they changed it. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Isn't it they changed it so late after they they redid all the posters, obviously? But I think there must have been some sort of promotional material. But like that far, that like for them to have made a promotional poster yeah. that close yeah. to me coming yeah. out, mm. and then to change the whole um, character dynamic. Um, but yeah, it's it's so like it's just adorable and be- and beautifully illustrated. Um, and then we have like Satsuki giving the umbrella to Totoro, um, and then like him like stamp accidentally stamps his feet and like raindrops fall on the umbrella, yeah, and you see this grin like grow across his face. It again. It's so um, so good. What I realised about that, like, yeah, sorry. What I really liked about that bit was like the attention to detail, like when he had it in his head, you could see his little ear just poking through the umbrella a little mm-hmm. bit, like just pressing the like yeah. the fabric of it, and I was like, that is like it was it was very sweet. It's it's just like a gorgeous moment, um, and like as he jumps up and down, and all the raw drop, drops fall from the trees, and he's just like so excited to he be. Loves it. It's just so good. Like he's such a weirdo. It's brilliant. Um, and then the bus never arrives, right? Dad, dad never arrives. Do they get told that the dad's gonna be late? No. no. So, so the bus with dad never arrives. Um, oh. It starts to get later and later and darker and darker. Um, and then over the hills we see like weird, very, very bright shining headlights. Um, and the cat bus kind of like, bound the cat bus, I just throw that in there. <laughs> this bus that is also a cat <laughs> bounds towards them. Or is it a cat that's also a bus? Oh. Uh, I think it's a cat that's also a bus. What, because the cat or the bus? Cat. cat. Yeah, it's I mean, cat. historically. Historically, cats, cats came first. Um, Have you seen the Flintstones though? Cats. They have buses. Cats. Okay. They have buses with the Flintstones? They have that car where he runs. Yeah, I think they have yeah. buses. That as car well. where he runs. Oh, no, they definitely have a bus have because buses. I used to have a toy of that bus. What powered the bus? Another dinosaur. More feet. Oh, actually, yeah, no, it was feet. Everybody had to get involved. <laughs> 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 I 
It was communism. Socialism. Like. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the cab bus arrives. Uh, say, say, May and Satsuki get on the get on the bus. It does make like no, they don't get on the bus. Just he gets oh, on the bus. Oh, just Toto gets on the bus. Yeah, and You're then right. they wait a bit longer. And then right. the dad gets up. And and the, I was late. Yeah, but with. With the cat bus, like the door just like widening, opening, widening. Oh yeah, it's weird. What, like just opening. It's like a really good sci-fi noise, and it's just so bizarre. And then it makes you start to wonder the mechanics and the biology of the (laughs) Yeah, I'd best not think about this too much. Um, (laughs) The cat bus is another great example of like Totoro is terrifying. The cat bus is so scary. Like it's this hot, this proper like Cheshire Cheshire cat in, like just smiles at them and like, it's freaky. And has little mice for yeah. tail lights and, yeah. and front lights, which is so cool. I love that that is all... We've now gone through all the fantastical elements of what is in the story. There's the Totoros, the sprites, and the cat bus, and that's it. Like, yeah. there's yeah. nothing... Everything else, Like, that's quite sparse. Yeah. I've it's just like, oh, there's a little bit of spirits and a little bit of this. Yeah. It's not like... I don't know, films we're going to get to later where it's like, magic, 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 yeah, magic, yeah, here yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. It is gods and things yeah <laughs> i thought there was um i thought they were going to find totoro and then he was going to take them to his land or something mm. but no they just like coexist in this land which brings me nicely onto why they coexist my neighbor chemtrails is coming so does anyone know um the one of the main religions in japan which isn't buddhism no. What is it? So it's called Shinto, mm-hmm. um, and it is an ancient indigenous belief system, which um, is all about the interrelatedness of all things, mm-hmm. um, including like nature and humans, uh, but also that there are deities um, which are inherent everywhere, and you've got to pay respect to them. Um, and there's over 800 myriad gods and spirits within mm-hmm. the religion, so it kind of makes sense why the, why the dad is so like. Yeah, and then we must go and pay respect to it. Yeah. And there's like, you see when they're first driving in, there's like little shrines that they go yeah, past, yeah, yeah. which is like little foxes. Foxes. Yeah, she w- when it's raining and they're walking away from school before they get the umbrella, she's like, oh, she like says to the shrine like, um, thank you for letting us like have shelter and they don't yeah. yeah, yeah, those yeah. foxes. Yeah. Um, so are these yeah. characters then maybe based on some of those deities or? There's eight hundred of them, maybe. Um, Potentially. But just more that everything. Yeah, yeah. Well. which makes sense given that like after the dad gets off the bus, they go home. It's like at some indeterminate point later they're asleep. They wake up and they see, um, again, just ridiculously cute scene of um, Totoro and the two little wood spirits oh. hopping up and down around their little, oh, um, yeah, little yeah, patch yeah. of ground they try to plant seeds in. Um, it's adorable. Really um, adorable. And like super fantastical as well. Like this is a, one of the few moments in the movie that's like proper dreamy mm. magical realism me like when suddenly giant trees sprout out of that giant small yeah. patch of earth um yeah, it's very yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um it's very dreamlike this bit yeah. because it happens at night and they wake up in the morning and it's gone yeah like it's a very like oh this is a dream um <laughs> that's what oh, a dream <laughs> um but it is very very cute mm-hmm. um and it's also like i guess totoro like saying thank you for the umbrella, which is really sweet. Yeah. Like it's really, this really nice kind of tribute trade thing that happens. And then, and just in terms of like, so well, I think we'll talk about it at the end. But like, the obviously the structure and the pacing of this movie is really is like very very different to stuff that like we used to do in Western movies. Mm. Um, so after that scene, um, 
essentially they have plans to go and their mom to come and stay with them for the weekend those plans fall through may um is like absolutely heartbroken and runs away the dad again moment of neglect i don't think realizes because yeah. Sassy's at school she comes home and she's like oh where's may and he's like oh she was around here somewhere whereas we as the audience know she's been gone like all day yeah um she is seems like she's just running to the hospital Satsuki runs all over town to find her. Um, eventually gets involved. She finds a shoe. Oh yeah, yeah the, this yeah. is like the classic like mild peril moment of this movie. Mm. Um, they dredge the shoe out of the lake, don't they? Yeah, it's always a very morbid. Like there's that moment where it's like, is this going to have like a really morbid yeah, yeah, yeah. twist? Is this the conspiracy? This is where the conspiracy comes <sighs> in. Yeah. So there's a conspiracy that Totoro is the god of death. Oh, oh. So chills. When um, even before that, when May's running through like the woodland tunnel and finds Totoro, that's kind of like people said that's her like crossing over into like, oh, the wow. oh my goodness, and that she has died. And then when Setsuki goes to find her, then he she kind of like replays that motion, and then right, she, right when she finds Totoro, she is also passed over into oh, wow. the afterlife. Oh, Jesus. Um, which can only... Oh, the bus stop? No, no, not then. <laughs> That's where there's plot holes, I think. <laughs> so the next time when she's standing on the bus, uh-huh. when they get on the cat bus, uh, there's a bit where they're in the tree watching their um, mum in the yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she somehow gets that shuck of corn. And it shows that the mum's also close to death because she's like, oh, I could have sworn I just saw them up in that tree. Yeah. But realistically, are they up in the tree? Yeah. Are they dead? Oh my yeah. god. Because yeah, that's that's essentially how the movie ends, right? Like yeah. the, the kind of narrative of it is that like May goes missing, they Satsuki tries to find her, eventually finds her somewhere in town, running around. Finding each other on the street. On the on the road, not on the street. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When do they yeah. just when randomly they get find each other? Is that after they find the mum is fine? Yeah, um, No, they <laughs> she ha- May has the shuck shuck of corn that she wants to take to her, um, and then they go and they find Totoro or they run into Totoro. Um, they kind of like explain to him yeah. that where, that they want that they were trying to see their mum. He calls the cat bus arrives. That's before they find May. Is it? Satsuki, yeah. Oh, she's... the bus then turns and it says also um, it turns to May at the end. It yeah. says May, but before that it also says um, path to the graveyard. Oh wow! Ooh. The cat bus says that. Yeah, in the sign that flips. Oh. Yeah. Because, um, yes, oh, yeah. Satsuki uses um, the cat bus and Totoro to find May. Yeah. Um, they yeah, they find May. Sense. We have the weird weird semi-biological bus thing going on where they like sit on the seats and like, form yeah. out of yeah. the fur. Yeah. Yeah. And very weird. Terrifying. Um, and, then, yeah. and then they all get on the cat bus and, yeah, like you say, they travel to the hospital, perch in a tree, um, and see that Dad and uh, their mum are, are fine. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and they're all dead. And then maybe they've all passed over. Yeah. And May leaves a sugar corn in the window, and then the movie ends. And it's very like that's the end of the movie. There is no like scene of them all like happily ever after back in the house. Like mm. the last scene of the movie is the sugar corn on the windowsill, mm. and that's it. Um, is that the only opportunity for video Ghibli? Video give me. There is a good one of a bento box. Video give me. Uh, <laughs> A podcast on the podcast one. about the food if you dig a bit. Yes. Um, yeah, it was a bento box that the... Well, like, where we were talking about earlier about the neglectful dad who forgets to make her lunch and then Satsuki. Um, 
sort of provides uh, beautiful Ventabots with a little fish in it. And there's not oh, a lot really? of other food. There's the little acorns. I guess you could count them as food. I'm guessing that's what um, oh, they're picking the them up for. Oh, the acorns. Yeah. yeah, they are very cute. Yeah. The cute little acorns. They are, but like, they keep finding them and it's yeah. because of the... It's Totoro gives it as a gift at one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very sweet. It's just like, take these acorns. And then that's what the tree grows out of. Don't they plant yeah. the acorns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they do. Um, yeah, it is very sweet. Um, I think it's super interesting. Like, I don't I like closure. Who do you give me? Done. That's it. <laughs> That's the, it's quite then we can, it was quite lax. We, we were it, moving well. on. I felt like we can't yeah. have. But it, it, you have to close the bracket. You do. Otherwise, no, no more talk. Of otherwise, food. when does Fudo give me <laughs> end? Yeah. And when the cats begin. Exactly. Um, so you were gonna say? I just think it's super. Uh, it's interesting that the structure of this movie is quite unconventional by mm. Western standards. Like, I'm not. I don't think versed enough to speak to. Um, the massively kind of big details of like Japanese narrative structure. Yeah. Um, I've got the word a word written down which is Kyoto Tenketsu, which is um, a traditional Japanese four act structure for for stories versus kind of like uh, rise fall rise and the three act stuff that we mm. get in like Western narratives. Um, but you can see in this movie like the way it ends immediately. There is no like um, they're happy in the farm. May gets lost. They're happy back at the farm. It's very like kind of flowy kind of one thing becomes another thing and at the end there's some reconciliation they, they find the mom like the mom doesn't get better or get worse they just like deliver the corn to the mom it's a really like very different kind mm. of um structure to even what we saw in uh laputa i'm gonna call it i'm gonna draw a line under laputa yeah. um i just think it's interesting and, and gives wiggle room for lots of like the kind of loveliness of this film lots of like quiet small moments that make it really special and really like childlike yeah. it felt like more of a, a snapshot of a life rather than like his traditional story because even um, Laputa that was like we're going to start off and there's a magical element and then we need to find something yeah. and we're aiming towards something at the end yeah. whereas yes. for this film yeah. it was like these uh, two really cute girls like running around fields and stuff and then you meet something fantastical halfway through and then the kind of main plot of it at the end like the girl goes missing is like really yeah, close to the like end. the full yeah. fact yeah, 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 yeah. is her going missing and finding her and then like happily ever after maybe. yeah and there's no like antagonists really mm. or like it's yeah it's great I mean yeah it's I mean it's like we're just so used to having the, the bad guy and the quest to 100%. save the person and all that stuff so. yeah yeah um, I think it's safe to say that like we all really love this movie. Yeah. After watching it, like it was your first time watching it, Mark. Was it? Yeah. Did you? Was it what you expected it to be? Was it different? Like, I, I was thrown off by the fact that he wasn't in it all the time. I thought it was going to be a main story about like their adventures together. The fact that mm-hmm. he appeared what, three times was yeah. a bit like, yeah. Oh, this is not exactly what I was expecting, yeah. which is kind of nice. Um, but I could have maybe done with a little bit more of yeah. the fantastical elements. Like, yeah, give me fun. more Totoro. Yeah, he's just so, so cute. I just want him in all... I mean, he's in he's in other movies. Like, he has cameos in, like... Totoro 3. Yeah, he's in Totoro 3. Which like, is really cool. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that. <laughs> is he, he's not in any... Is he in any... He's in the background of other Ghibli movies. Oh, okay. But not doing anything, I'm no, guessing. No, no. Just, like, waddling past with his weird face. <laughs> I want to see if there's any like fan stuff they've made online. Actually, I'm not going to Google that. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Slash I think no, I'll, no. Um, I'll regret yeah. everything about that. With the cat back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, does anyone have any uh, 
little, I was about to say niblets, but I don't like the, word, the way that word sounds. Niblets. Niblets. Little tidbits of facts or things they want to throw in before we get to like the ranking. Yes, Abby. Surprisingly, I do. Um, I have Give two us things. more conspiracies, please. No, no more conspiracies, but uh, obviously Miyazaki's kind of like thing, uh, well, one of the main things tackled in Studio Ghibli is like environmentalism. Mm. Um, someone whose name is Wells in 1997. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> my sources now. Mm-hmm. Did it, so this is an original thought. Um, when the camphor tree kind of um, shoots up, yeah, looks a bit like a mushroom cloud. Maybe uh, uh, we've done a lot of uh, uh, this episode. It's because of Abby with the facts. You've set a high bar now for yeah. facts. Um, and there's one like it's a very very like minor shot, but it shows like. Even in like 1950s, like this place was obviously now a very like um, suburban area. Back then, it wasn't. But even then, you kind of saw that humans were beginning to like properly encroach on it, or like the new way that we're now living with a lot more like consumerism. Mm. Um, there's like a cutaway scene that is like of a lovely lake, and it's like babbling, and it's lovely, and there's an empty plastic bottle just like floating in. Oh, really? That's yeah. Yeah. Very topical. Yeah, exactly. um, another one as well. Buzz Lightyear is in the background of the next scene, <laughs> which is weird given this people was made in 1988. <laughs> yeah, um, topical. <laughs> topical. 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 So the two good good facts that I have, which I really like. Um, obviously, after this movie, like I said, Toto becomes like an icon in terms of like animation and children's characters. It's 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 Again great. Okay, um, icon. Yeah. In December. Move over, Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> I ship them. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Totoro and Babadook. So, on December December 31st, 1994, um, an, an, uh, a main belt asteroid, so like a big old asteroid in the middle of a belt, um, was named 10160 Totoro. Oh, like oh, character. Oh. And this one is so good. Um, in 2013, a velvet, a velvet worm species with a long Latin name um, was discovered in Vietnam. Um, and was called Eperopatus totoro. Um, the species is named after the character uh, because it has like loads and loads of legs, like the cat bus, and is like all furry and silky. Aww. And that's a species named after totoro. They should call cool. it cat bus then, shouldn't they? It's just disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm not I'm not a fan of the velvet worm. They're actually really cute. They look no. pretty cute. Mm. Um, I brought one. <laughs> <laughs> we got the shark again. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Let's pivot to... Can I say one more thing? Yes, you can. I like how big their mouths are. Everyone's got big yeah. mouths. Everyone does have very this, big mouths. Like, she, she, the little girl, what's the little girl called? Nay. Nay. When she's like, looking, she's like looking at some frogs and she's like chasing the acorns and she has this mouth that takes up like half her head. Yeah. It's great. Um, but that's the thing. That's I my think... fact. I looked this up online. <laughs> big mouths. <laughs> In the other films, it's like really varied between the characters. Like in Laputa, they had the um, the female pirate. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Oh, Del- there's no Delma. Way. There's no way. Delma. Totoro. Totoro. Abby's going to look it up for me. Oh, what's her name? D- Doris or Dolta? Uh, oh, it's something like that. Doma. Dorma. This is confounding. Get rid of Bal. Bal. Dorma. Bal. Dormus. Balbun. Magnus. Daddy Bal. Do- no, no not Dora. Anyway, she had a really big face, but there was obviously other characters that didn't have as a big, big face. face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it was so worth the build-up. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Grave of the Fireflies, 
um, the little sister had like really big expressional features, whereas the brother like didn't as well. Whereas yeah. so it was nice in this film that it was actually a bit more yeah. consistent. Um, You're gonna have a big face. Everybody deserves yeah. a big face. That's all I'm saying. Uh, before we get on to rankings as well, like I do think it's worth like there's there's definitely a th- even in these three movies we've seen, there's so many three lines already. Like we are we are getting like the semi-orphan story. We are getting siblings that are really close. We're getting kind of like rural. Yeah, Child. lots of pastoral scenes, lots of like focus on nature, yeah. um, spiritualism. Yeah, yeah, and and like this thing that we keep coming back to around like childhood innocence, and it's a really like this one especially is a very kind of like p- pure is a weird word. It has a kind of mm. lot of semi weird connotations, but like it is really like lovely and wholesome, and the dad does really care, and it just has this like joyous like fun to it that you can't help but like grin like a big faced Studio Ghibli <laughs> character when you watch it. Oh yeah, when he when he was in the when they were in the hot tub, he was laughing. He looked manic. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> splashing really his water out. So much water was coming out, and I was like, "Where is this all coming from?" <laughs> um, and I mean, I think it's good that we haven't called anyone a bitch in this film, as we did so many times with Jake the Fireflies. Oh yeah, that she was aunt. a bitch. Yeah, yeah I think was. that was aimed at me, Abby. But I think <laughs> the aunt in that film deserved it because she was a bitch. Yeah, she was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, let's move on to ranking these movies because now we've done uh, three. I feel like we can you begin can to kind of want. order them exactly because, like, obviously, first one we rank one, second one we just rank two movies, not really ranking. Yeah. So yeah, now we can kind of like place where we think they're all going. Mm-hmm. They don't have strikingly strong opinions. So yes. I'm guessing Totoro is number one. Yeah. 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 Okay. There you go. So we all put Totoro above. And then what was everyone's number two then? Great. 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 Okay, yeah. We're all like absolutely on the same page. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think Wait, what's my, everyone's number three? I don't even want to rank it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Laputa is still a very strong film. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. It'll I probably stay high up. But I think um, the thing that I have come away from, uh, we need to nail down what we're going to refer to this movie as, whether it, whether we just go to calling it Cat in the Sky, because Laputa, uh, Laputa, Laputa. We all know what we mean. Yeah. The Ponzi scheme. Yeah, the Ponzi scheme. The whore. Um, what? That's what the f- that's, that's the. That's what. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> I think <laughs> my issue with not my issue, but my the thing I come away from watching Laughter is versus especially worth versus Totoro. I think Baby the Firefly kind of stands on its own for obvious reasons. Um, there's not a lot of restraint shown in Laughter at all. Like the movie's too out. Like for a Ghibli so, movie, yeah, for an anime yeah, movie, yeah. it's over two hours long. Like there's so much plot. There's so much, it feels bloated with a lot of stuff that you don't need, like, I think Totoro is an interesting thing to compare it to because it is short, doesn't has a really unconventional narrative, like, there's no, almost no structure, and it, yeah. but it manages to tell a really, really concise story, whereas, like, Laputa has a very weird structure that is way too long for me. Yeah, there's almost too much structure, because in Laputa there is, um... There's almost, like, two side-by-side, three-act, three-act, Well, there is, yeah, because, like, when they go... Um, meet the robot, the first robot in Laputa. They're like that feels like an ending. Yeah, like that feels like it could be the end of the film because it's so dramatic and so yeah. grand. And then it's just like, oh, there's another film. Like, yeah, this film felt more succinct and closed up story. Yeah, yes. Yeah, these both this and Grove of the Fireflies felt like I like more iconic. Yeah, I don't want to just keep on saying iconic because I will say it yeah. like, in every episode. <laughs> but like they're just both so original. Like yeah. the amount I think maybe it's just the amount we've seen like you probably although it was your first time seeing my neighbor Totoro. Totoro. You'd seen that character before everywhere. I right? was yeah, I was familiar with that character. But not in not in the um not in like a big sense. Like it, it was mm. it was just one of the fresh and it was surprising. <laughs> 
but it was nice. It, it didn't feel like I was um, I was seeing something I'd seen on on TV shows and adverts and stuff for yeah. like years and years. It felt like oh, this is actually a very interesting, funny yeah animation. And then Grave of the Fireflies, it just feels important. Yeah, like yeah, to yeah. acknowledge that side. That's a that's a war story that you don't see that side of. Yeah, really ever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so unique. It's that, so, it stands on its. I think. I think it's very early. Mm. I think these two movies are going to stick around at the top of the top of yeah. how this this takes yeah. up for a long time. What you're saying, isn't it? The Grave of Fireflies is such a different movie from the yeah. rest of the other movies yeah. that yeah. we have. It's hard to justify knocking Grave of the Fireflies. <laughs> yeah. down. And then just to round off that sort of through line, Lapid. So we've got My Name Is is iconic, and then we've got Grave of Fireflies is really important and like says something very like meaningful. And then Lapita is just like a story we've all seen before in so many yeah. different places yeah. and ways. Yeah, it, like does, it, it does a good job really, though because it, like, it sets a very strong yeah. Yeah. bar I yeah. think it's like it's and a good start and there's some great design in it like, and I yeah. do love the way the robots are drawn and love like a lot of it but yeah you're totally right it's a story of like an uh, orphan girl who finds out she's the heir to a magical castle like mm. if there's a lot in there that you're like oh yeah no, I know this story yeah. um, but hey still top three yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so thank you very much. Uh, the final rankings as we stand right now are number one, My Name is Totoro, uh, number two, Grave of the Fireflies, number three, Laughter, Castle in the Sky. Um, next up, the next episode of Wait for Cat Bus, we will be watching Abby. Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh. One of my faves. Let's have a Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye. 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 Da 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 da